What do we have to do? Let's buckle down and. Oh, we have to do another one. Oh, there's there's five more. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good see Yeah, there, no, there you go. Exactly. You take one bar. Heal my car, shield my tie, heal hard, deal bar, we'll stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the world's least on topic Game of Thrones fan cast. Oh, and then read the blue, too. My name is Sarah Bishop, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Jeremy Mullis from North Carolina, and I am Jim Davis. It's Wednesday. Really? August 13th, 1980. And today we're reading the 787th ever Garfield strip. Is that right? Yeah, no, that's perfect. John, John has really been working on this spreadsheet so that it auto-updates every day. What happens today in Garfield? Sarah, in today's Garfield, Odie wakes Garfield up. Oh, yeah, and I'm supposed to say 787th, a rare palindrome, which for some reason we say oh. every time. I, uh. Okay. Oh, are they all rare palindrome? No, only the palindrome. Oh, no, the palindrome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking of prime numbers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's do this. Panel one. Close sh- uh, uh, center shot on Odie. We see Garfield's bed sort of off to the right there with a bump in it, which is presumably Garfield under his blue blanket. And Odie is clearing his throat like an opera singer, going, ahem. Odie doesn't usually talk at all, so this is kind of a red-letter day, I guess. I don't think he's ever said words before. Oh, ahem he... is sort of a word. Odie never thinks, is that correct? Very, very rarely. He uh, mm. A few weeks ago, he thought the words, I'm hungry. That seems reasonable. Yeah. I mean, in context of the joke, it made sense, but it kind of freaked us out because he had never thought before, and he hasn't thought again since, so, I mean, it's weird. That seems like a thought a dog would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if, it's not like, like, if Odie was thinking something like, if he was, like, thinking in prose kind of a situation. In English prose. In yeah. English prose. Yeah, based on my experience with George McFly, I would say the three thoughts that a dog really has are, I'm hungry, I love you, and I need to poop now. He doesn't pee? Yeah, but he doesn't think about it. He just does it. (laughs) It just comes natural. In the second panel, Mm -hmm. um, Pretty much the same setup. The background has changed to orange and... Inexplicably, why? Inexplicably, and like the shadow on the wall behind us is... Very different. Going, is like parallel to the ground instead of kind of tilting up to the right, which I guess is just kind of standard. It does... This is is all, yeah. This is all part of the vocabulary of Garfield. You don't even like talk about that shit anymore at this point. (laughs) Is that like... We we used to talk for hours about the shadows on the wall. Um, there okay. was a lot of speculation that the Arbuckle house had poltergeists. Um, yeah, I feel like, and maybe I'm going out on a limb here, but the shadows are a holdover from a 1970s aesthetic, and maybe I am wrong about that. Uh, the originals were, of course, in black and white, 
but the mm. shadows would have been there. The mm. color color changing every panel is pretty standard in the Sundays, so that was a Jim uh. Davis thing. Oh, so they've got yeah, that's right, because we're looking at this in color, but it would have been just uh, grayscale. So yeah. like we shouldn't read too much into the fact of that the countertop or and or floor is like a very vibrant fuchsia. That's irrelevant. We shouldn't, but we do. Unless, oh. I mean, unless it's Jim Davis who was like personally going through back through all these strips and being like, yeah, that should be fuchsia. I want like a really disgusting kind of pistachio green on the starting <laughs> and ending panels. And then kind of a weirdly a subtle kind of orange creamsicle except muted mm. on the middle panel. So in the middle panel... Um, Odie's standing there, pretty much the same setup. He's kind of cocked his head back a little. Um, and it almost looks like he has a little eyebrow there, but that might just be a little... I guess that's just an Odie thing. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. No. Nah. Like, it looks like he has kind of eyelash. a girly eyelash. eyelash. He's got those little hairs coming off his head. Odie has, like, it is. like oh. two hairs on either side of his head, and also, weirdly, two hairs coming out of his butt under his tail. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. yeah, it's really gross. Yeah. So I don't think any of that's particularly relevant. He's cocking his head back a little. He's saying, saying, me, 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 arf, 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 bark, bark, bark. And then that leads into the final panel. Yeah. I, God, I you know, I, I hate myself for making this correction, but you said arf four times, and Odie clearly says arf five times. Oh, that is so true. I'm so sorry. It's... I hate that I noticed this shit so he, now. Should I, should I do that again? So he says, yeah. me, we'll me, fix me, it in me, post. arf, 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 bark, bark, bark. Yeah. And I then picture I really him like think... an opera singer warming up. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely the implication. Yeah. Certainly once, but like, I don't want to. Yeah. So then in the third panel, uh, the background or the wall has gone back to the bright sort of pistachio green color. And Odie is whipping his head around to say, shockingly, bark. And uh, <laughs> then Garfield is jumping out of his little uh, bed because he was so surprised. And his hair is standing on end. Yeah, mm -hmm. he looks really mm -hmm. shocked. He's yeah. not, he's just not like that. I gotta say, of everything we've read thus far, this one I kinda like. I like, I like, I like the picture yeah. in panel three of Odie barking Garfield awake. I like That's that Odie picture. gets one up on Garfield this mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. That feels mm -hmm. good. Yeah. You, you kinda sympathize with Odie. Yeah. Yeah. L can I ask you a semi-philosophical question. Oh, yeah. Um, like, Jeremy, you said earlier, like, the originals were in black and white, so maybe we shouldn't obsess about the colors. Do you feel like, I mean, part of me is like, yeah, that's right. And then another part of me is like, well, this is what we have in front of us. And like, I mean, I don't really care about authorial intent. You know, I'm looking at the work I'm looking at, and I'm going to interpret the colors because they're there. I guess that to me that's a little problematic because you're looking at this random check guy's 
like website. <laughs> so. I need to bring the poltergeist into this. Oh. Think about that. Yeah. And then. I'm not. I'm not. So we did. We did just recently. Mm-hmm. What? We did. Just oh, do you recently, guys have a poltergeist? No, we watched the movie Poltergeist recently. Oh, um, which I've never I seen never, that. It's you know it's it's worth seeing. I think if only because there's so many things in it that like you will recognize from parodies of the movie Poltergeist. <laughs> Is that the one where they go like they're here? Yes. In yes. a scary voice? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like the little girl that's kind of like seemingly kind of worshiping the TV. Oh. Who's also the one that says we're here. The thing with the whole thing with like the like kind of house, the suburban house like imploding in on itself. That's from oh. Poltergeist. Huh. Um, and a lot of that, I don't know how much of that, you know, there was that kind of weird strain of like, horror in like mm-hmm. the 70s and 80s where a lot of the some of the climactic parts involve going into this kind of meta spiritual realm which is very goopy oh like, like ectoplasm yeah sort of. so there's some yeah which i guess i guess some of that comes maybe even from earlier but like mm. it's a lot of that in there so it's it's not i would say it's not a very good movie it doesn't really hold up but it's worth seeing just for some of the stuff in it that has become very iconic um, uh. and when you were talking about like they have a poltergeist mm-hmm. I mean you're prior to because that was 82 yeah. so I think the yeah. 82 yeah so yeah like in that middle panel mm-hmm. where the background goes to that like kind of orange as opposed to the like bright pistachio, yeah. Are they in some kind of like goopy meta spiritual realm? Yeah. Where like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that's what Sarah was getting. At. It's well, the think, it's the only reasonable conclusion. Well, you know, like if the changing shadows mm-hmm. are for Jim Davis, representative of a poltergeist, perhaps sparking inspiration for the movie poltergeist and then mm. this artist who's adding color in is picking back up on that and bringing the poltergeist effect in to even greater obviousness with the color mm. i'm just yeah. saying that's a really that middle uh that weird whatever we've called it um that middle panel two color is unusual I want to say weird. it's sort of subdued, weird brown, tan, orange, pink color. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's. I would call it almost a muted orange creamsicle. I mm. think I did, but that's yeah, that's a better. <clears throat> um, the the shadows early on in like in early Garfield, like in '78, were much more subject uh, suggestive. Like they would oh. often be like circly and weird, and it, mm. they almost sometimes looked like they were looming over the characters in a in a sinister fashion. Mm. And as we've hit the '80s, they have become much more like I know it's a cliche to even say it, but minimalistic. Mm. Yeah, and and um, angular. 
Well, that's easier to draw. Yeah, there, I mean, that's definitely <laughs> part of it. He's become lazier and lazier. I mean, I have a totally different interpretation of this strip, which is which I, honestly makes it kind of funnier. If you look at the shadows, like, first panel, the shadows are, like, kind of rising towards the right. Middle mm-hmm. panel, it, the background is kind of orange, and the shadows are parallel. And then in the final panel, the shadows are falling kind of towards the right. And one way you could read that is like, this is supposed to represent like an entire day where like Odie is kind of. <laughs> That's a good Like, you know, it's starting in the morning and you've got oh. the kind of long shadows yeah, going in I one like direction. That. I like that. Yeah. And he's like really like prepping for this. Like, this is going to be so good. And he's doing this like all day long. Like, we're at midday and he's like, okay, let me get like. Get my up. voice then, in like, order. As we're going into the evening, finally, like, okay, I got it, I got it, I'm all pumped up, bark. Which, wow, it, it, it's like, August, too, so that's a I long think, day. I think that makes it funnier, like, if he's putting that much effort into, like, prepping for it. Mm. So. Mm. There you yeah, go. That's, yeah, I like that. No, that's interesting. I thought you were going to say they were more, like... Um, suggestive of like like it's almost the 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 arc of the story where it's sort of like rising up you know setting the setup and then this level top where you know the action hits this tipping point and then like down into the punchline i don't know why i thought you were going to say that but i really did Mm -hmm. no it almost i mean that would like fit with the traditional narrative arc except i think that in this case, like the last, like it's all rising action until the last mm. panel, which is really the climax, and there is no denouement. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, I'm no expert, but that's. It's true. No, yeah, that yeah. seems that seems sensible. Um, I got nothing more to say about this one. I'm ready for the next one. Next one. We're waiting. Sarah's the host. We can't stop until no. she ends the show. Oh. Do you, oh, what do I do? Oh, you read the the red oh. at the bottom there. Uh, you've been listening to Bing Jim Davis. Special thanks to that huge rooster over there for donating the money to make tonight's broadcast possible. You can support the program by leaving a review on iTunes. Why not visit the show website, beingjimdavis.com? It doesn't suck. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Being Jim Davis. Come to Haunting Humanities! Yeah, if you're um, listening to this on the morning of Wednesday, uh, October 24th, when it, you know, when this episode releases, yeah. you're gonna, this is your day, your chance. When does Haunting Humanity start? Like, what time should I get there? 5.30 p.m. Central. Should I get, er- get there early to get in line? People are going to be, like, lined up around the block. I Oh, yeah, I should come in like a thousand. Oh, yeah, I should come in like a thousand. Oh, yeah, I should come in like a thousand. Oh, yeah, I Yeah, yeah, like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.